0: What's going on, my lovelies? Welcome back to the Namaste podcast. So today on the podcast, I have my longtime friend, Sarah Dugnan. What's going on, girl? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm really excited for this. Me so too. guys, Sarah and I actually met. <laughs> this is <laughs> <So> really <laughs> random. We met <laughs> at this festival called the Rose of Tralee Festival. And if you don't know what that is, then you're probably not Irish. But even mm-hmm. I think some Irish people don't know about it either.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a niche Irish thing. Probably, you know?
0: yeah. It's well, how would you even describe it? I always whenever I try to describe it to people, I always say a
1: a, a pageant but not necessarily beauty related. Yeah, I always say it's like it sounds really rude, maybe, but it's like the smart girls beauty pageant <laughs> jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I suppose so. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> is that why I didn't win? No joke. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Was, we're
0: both. Well, honestly, though, we so we did this pageant um, called the Rosa Trele, and we were just talking about it before I started recording that literally every single girl was just so intelligent, and mm-hmm. I just when I was preparing for this, I was not expecting it. I just actually I just didn't know what to ex- expect. So my mom did the Rosa. Tralee when she was, um, I think she was when she was like 20. Oh, that's In cute. the, I didn't in know the that. 80s, isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh, so I love weird. That. So I just didn't know what to expect, and then when I got there, like literally every every one of the contestants had. At least one or two degrees, and this is a point in my life when I was still in university. So I, I just felt like first I didn't fit in then, mm. but they were just all so like elegant and well spoken. Yeah, two things that I'm not. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so, yeah. anyways, we bonded over that, and um, <laughs> we haven't seen each other literally since. literally since that. Yeah, just via Facebook. Yeah. So um, let we this is us catching up, guys, and I'm I'm very excited to sit down and chat oh, with yeah. her. So why don't you first just tell everybody? a little bit about yourself and what
1: you're up to these days okay um, I'm always like super bad at my own intros <laughs> I think I feel like but everybody is yeah it's hard to talk about yourself it it's, is yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to get better but so I live in Toronto um, I'm doing my PhD right now in yeah, anthropology girl. Uh, which is like has its good days sometimes <laughs> <laughs> oh I see I didn't know you were doing your PhD that yeah. is awesome well yeah Some days, like Some you days. Said. yeah it's a lot <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I've got a two-year-old daughter, and I am—I just launched a podcast as well. So. uh uh-huh. And yeah. it is called—it's called, called Anthro Dish. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just listened
0: to a little bit before we started, guys. Very exciting. Definitely go and check that out. Can you tell
1: us about maybe your your most recently, like, or maybe what's your, what was your favorite episode so far? Um, honestly, the one that came out—I think it came out yesterday. Okay. Um, it was with this fellow called his name's Owen, and he's from Winnipeg. Um, okay. And he works at this place called Food Matters Manitoba, and he works with queer and trans youth to um teach them how to cook so it's like oh it's yeah. very interesting yeah so cool. he's like targeting or like the program targets like at-risk youth and then gives him free cooking lessons and he just like basically gets to eat meals that they've created for him wow um, yeah so we talked all about like food and gender and like food security for these kids what a great idea yeah
0: oh my gosh yeah. well you know
1: because a lot of people I, I don't
0: know if you've noticed this but um, I'm assuming since it's kind of along the lines of anthropology yeah I've just noticed that a lot of people right now are just angry and complaining but not a lot of people are offering solutions mm-hmm. and that is a really cool solution that I think you know Tr- I don't know if there's something like that in Toronto but that's that's really interesting and really cool.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. Like that's the thing. I feel like with Toronto, I never know what's going on. But then this show, like people will introduce me to other people doing these positive sorts of things. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, more of this needs to be out there. Well, I, yeah. well, I only just recently heard that th- it is a problem with a lot of the trans
0: community being homeless. So that's you know that's mm-hmm. a really cool, interesting solution. You know, teaching, and it's for specifically for youth, or do you know
1: if um, it's for
0: adults as well?
1: I think the actual like the broader program has stuff for adults, but for what he was working on, he works specifically with youth. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So then also like indigenous youth and immigrant youth and stuff like that wow, as well. So doing some really important work. Yeah. I can only yeah. imagine so many people, the types of people that you'd
0: speak to. Can you go more into detail about like what your specifically your podcast is about?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Because so <laughs> we, we've <laughs> right? talk about and I know, but I just thought, yeah. Fair. Um, <laughs> so it's about food, culture and identity. Cause I'm like fascinated mm-hmm. by how these three things always interrelate. Cool. Um, so I sit down with someone basically just like, torment them with questions about all those things. Um, Yeah. And we usually like pick a theme related to what they care about and it's either like a personal interest or a professional interest and. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So can you tell me what
0: inspired you? I know that you said that you're getting your degree in this, but you know, I think other people may not have, The confidence to start a podcast, and I just think it's awesome that you're doing that. There needs to be more talks about this out there. So, uh, yeah, what inspired you? um
1: That's a good question. I've been like trying to figure out what inspired me, honestly, because like (laughs) it really just kept bubbling up. Like I think Mm -hmm. it was because I was driving a lot between Toronto and Hamilton for school. Right. So I was listening to a lot of podcasts. I had listened to. I followed this blogger who like had just started her podcast. I think in January. Oh, who? Um, Ashley Wood. I don't know if I think you would love her. Oh no, I don't know. What 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 is she usually? blog about um so she started out as like a vegan blogger and then wait are you a vegan i'm vegetarian
0: oh okay are you so i'm i'm vegetarian but i'm i no I, i i am technically a vegan okay but i i know a lot of people that are very vegan yeah and i just to to yeah, just to be respectful towards them, I just don't say that I'm fully vegan because um, I'm technically not the odd time I will have some milk chocolate and whatnot. And to be honest, I'm not as drawn to having that at all anymore i mm-hmm. i've been just i've been gradually wanting to let myself get there it's been a long time goal of just wanting to eventually be fully vegan cool. and i'm trying not to be so hard on myself because it lot. was yeah, yeah it's a lot and i'm also gluten-free and like that's quite oh. hard as well yeah you know so and also i'm trying to not have as much sugar because as you know a british woman irish woman we eat a lot of sugar i don't know <laughs> if you know this but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you are irish too yeah. but uh, mainly everybody that i talk to that's, you know, British, Irish, Scottish word and seem to be addicted to sugar like I am. It seems yeah. to be quite common. So I just I have um, a lot of problems with food. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. I'm trying to gradually get there. I'm not fully there yet. So, I, yeah, I usually just say I'm vegetarian. Fair. However, yeah. I do have a sweater beside me that says veganism <laughs> for everybody <laughs> amazing
1: because <laughs> i'm trying well it's a good message like i yeah. don't know if they're yeah. walking down the street well i went <laughs>
0: to vegan dale it was a festival on, on the weekend did you hear about it i did how was it it was that. incredible oh there was maybe who maybe 50 to 75 vendors wow and yeah from from the city and from America. I guess they're traveling with this little festival tour. Oh, crazy. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that works, but just really intensely Mm. cool. And I just got to try so many different things. I had a cinnamon bun that tastes exactly Mm. like the cinnamon bun franchise. It was just so delicious. It was so good. And I had this, I guess, fake uh, um buffalo chicken burger because oh obviously it's not real chicken <laughs> and it was just so good so my mind was kind of blown a little and then after going to something like that you realize that there's really no excuse yeah <laughs> yeah for for yeah. not for eating <laughs> yeah. it because there's so many good
1: options now you it's know true. so I feel like time though like I don't know about you but I feel like with me it's just it's a matter of um, there's so much more creativity needed almost in vegan diets, mm-hmm. and like I love that. And when I have the time, I like create those meals. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I think yeah. also post child, I'm just like oh, whatever. Like we can just have sandwiches. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> that is
0: true. T- that, you know what? Often it's accessibility for me. Mm-hmm. I do find that I have a really hard time because I live actually just five minutes away down oh, the street beautiful. in the city, and um, half the time, sometimes I live, I live with my, <laughs> <laughs> my mom and Jack. So most of the time, I'm with my boyfriend now, and There, you know, we pretty much order Uber Eats. All the time. Like all the time. And there's just not a lot of options. You may think that there are, but definitely not for, for vegan at the moment and, and healthy too. Right. Because on top of, you know, I'm uh, on top of being a vegan, I also want to be healthy. I think there's a lot of vegetarians and vegans that aren't healthy. Mm -hmm. And you know, the reason I actually went vegetarian in the first place was because of health reasons. And I was just, you know, experimenting with my diet. And then I found that, yeah, this is the right thing for me. Right. So, Yeah, I do find that it can be very hard to find the time to... Yeah. Actually plan meals and whatnot. So and also yeah. I'm just like I just don't always have the energy to cook. I don't. Yes. I mean, you have a child.
1: <laughs> yeah. <so laughs> yeah, I don't really have an excuse in terms <laughs> of having to cook. Well, yeah, yes, yeah, so I guess
0: you do cook all the time then. Yeah, but it's yeah. like kid food, you know. Yeah, yeah. So right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Is
1: your is is your child um, vegan or vegetarian? No, well. she actually yeah. loves meat. Um, okay. Which I struggle with because yeah. I like she'll come up to me and be like, "Mama, I want meat." And I'm like, "I don't know how to cook meat at all." <laughs> so well, i well chicken's just, like, like fairly easy i think yeah but i like i literally don't like it sounds you really don't want to touch it but i just yeah like yeah, I, I, I never i think i went vegetarian when i was 17 so like i oh, really for a long time then. yeah okay. So like i just don't really like meat or being around it and so i'll give her like deli meat that's about the extent dude that's the worst kind of meat <laughs> i don't
0: know <laughs> oh my god yeah that's so, so funny.
1: but my partner does like he does cook for her and like actually makes proper meals that's okay that. that's cool yeah, yeah. So. you know it's interesting because
0: I have thought about that you know obviously I'm 28 getting there maybe might have some kids in the future <laughs> and who knows I like, weirdly enough I never really thought about that growing up like I was never the girl to fantasize about getting married or like having kids either. I just like was me obsessed neither. with singing acting and dancing and like that's all I did and all yes. I cared about and so it's um it's weird cuz now i'm starting to feel like my body changing and almost oh. like my body is preparing and wanting it but i don't yeah it's it's just oh, that's so it's interesting. very strange Whoa. actually i have um a story about this so, so in 2015 i was on birth control for like many many years and um i went off of it and in 2015 <laughs> i went off and i went on this Europe trip and i started feeling like, my body was, like, was, like, preparing for it. And when I mm-hmm. was on birth control, I didn't have that feeling at all. Yeah. And it was weird. It was almost within two weeks of coming off of it, suddenly it's, like, I was starting to look for a partner Whoa. that I would meet with. Yeah, and I oh started my gosh, to know, That's yeah, intense. It's intense. Yeah. It's so Formals strange. Are so intense, too. So oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, oh, man. I was a psycho yeah. on birth control. Yeah. Oh, so same. Like, on, I Were think you? I s- ended up switching birth controls. But I remember at one point I had to, like, Um, I was like on my IUD and then I had to get a new one, but there was like a month between where you have to wait between like getting a new IUD. I heard that's very painful. It's awful. And like there's, it's this thing is called like the Marina crash. So like once you take the IUD out, you crash (laughs) really hard and no one tells you that. Um really? so I like lost my appetite. I was like super <gasps> upset and I didn't know why. I was just like trying to figure out like it took me a while to connect it to the birth control. Right. And then as soon as I went back on I was fine again. I was like that's intense and I'm terrified to come off. Like I just oh, yeah. Man. So. Yeah, my doctor recently said you should have an uh the copper
0: one cuz they said I would never touch anything with hormones oh, now fair. after my yeah. experience. But I mean, I don't know if I'd like the idea of
1: having metal inside of me. It's, it's like, like I, I think um, my doctor pitched it as like, it's good when you've had a child because your I body see. is kind of already. Oh, okay. Know. Yeah. Like it's not, I it's not that as painful that because you've had You've had birth. the worst <laughs> pain yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, especially if you have a kid, like the upkeep of taking a pill or whatever um, huh. is a little bit harder. So if you don't have to worry about it,
0: hmm. like I don't
1: mind it, but it's still weird. It's still a little bit weird.
0: Yeah, I was completely, completely different. I just, I actually lost all interest in my boyfriend at the time after I came off of it. Yeah, like I, I mean, still like loved him. He was more, he was always like my best friend. At the time and um so we ended up breaking up like so oh many gosh. life changes happen I just I just remember thinking like com- I'm completely different on it and because yeah. I journal all the time so I have proof of You're how proof. different I oh, am I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, however though I did find out later that I was on the worst one I was on Yasmin and oh. everyone says that's like yeah, I've heard yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, yeah. yeah well thank you doctor for oh putting me gosh. on that yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> no but it was an absolute psycho and then on um the year after, I my hormones were horrible. I had the most, the worst adult acne ever. Oh, Yeah, my whole face was just covered with pimples for the entire year of 2016. And it was just, it was brutal. That's it frustrating. Was, yeah, yeah, it was very frustrating. Yeah. So I don't think I'll ever do that again. Um, but yeah, my doctor was scaring me the other day. She's like, oh, well, you need to
1: do something. <laughs> it's hard being a a female it is yeah Yeah. and like you don't like your doctors I mean sometimes they do but like they don't really Mm -hmm. tell you the experiences that you're going to have day to day and like how that's all going to be affected by your birth control yeah Yeah. they don't yeah
0: well the reason I was (laughs) bringing that up I I really got off track there (laughs) but the reason I was bringing it up is because um I have been thinking about because like I said recently I feel my body like you know, in the last few years, but m- more strong in the last probably year. I feel Amazing. really strong now, which is very, a very interesting process and thing to go through. But um, I've been thinking about, you know, wh- if I were to ever have kids, would they be vegetarian, and how would I feel if they weren't?
1: Yeah. And I
0: know that there's some documentaries of um, people talking about that, and they said that, you know, we will always cook vegetarian f- food for you or vegan food for you, and you know, it, but it's your choice. You can mm-hmm. go out in public and. You know, if you're out at a party, it's your choice what you eat. And I like that idea. I think, yeah, yeah, I think because it, it gives them the, you know, it shows that their opinion
1: is respected and and valued right yeah and that's like I mean that's mostly the approach that we end up taking Mm -hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it was thinking about spaces where like daycare or school or like birthday parties or whatever like I don't want her to miss out on like those social bonding moments with pizza or whatever right so yeah so like I prepare the foods that I would prepare for myself right um, but then like Lucas my partner will make what he makes and that's kind of right yeah Yeah, but it's it's such a weird thing to navigate because it's like you're I don't want to make that decision for my child and then like screw up her body later right that's it yeah yeah
0: Yeah, see and that's it I don't I don't I mean some people will say otherwise but I personally just don't know if there's enough science to show that that is the route for everybody yeah and I I, like I know how I feel now and I know that my brain is is a million times more clear now that I'm not eating certain foods I have more energy I'm just generally a happier person All you know a lot of the time and I wasn't like that before I I struggle with like really bad social anxiety where I wouldn't mm. leave the house a lot of the time because people like they just overwhelmed me. Fair. Yeah. So I just now knowing since changing my diet and seeing that I, I just don't even feel that way anymore That's awesome. is remarkable. But I can see that some people like depending on maybe where they're they're from in the world, their culture, I think, mm-hmm. I think every, everybody's bodies are – meant for different things. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, yeah, they can... Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? That's yeah. just my hypothesis, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's important that everyone experiments, at least. Yeah, and like goes on their yeah. own journey to figure out what foods that matter to them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, one of my favorite questions to ask people is, um, I just love talking about goals. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> do you have a goal that you're working on right now uh, that you could share with us? Um, I guess, I don't know. That's a really good question i know it's pretty broad That's i can so so tell bad. you one of mine then i then okay yeah, it'll, then it'll, it'll spike <laughs> something so i want to be able to lift <laughs> 40 pounds by the end of the year Ooh, yeah like so oh is it pounds or kilograms man i'm so bad with that stuff me too. i think it's pounds okay yeah i think pr- right now i can lift 20 i'm very weak <laughs> <laughs> my whole life i danced and a yeah. lot of my muscles just in my legs and gr- like growing up my boyfriend actually always points this out he's like you're so not
1: really that proportion, even though I love you. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> like my bottom half is just so much bigger than my top
1: in terms yeah. of muscle. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And this, well, it's dance. I never and thought about dance. that. Yeah. yeah, it yep. is.
0: And I, but you would think though that because we're supposed to be using our arms, but clearly I just, I realized that I was lanky and I just didn't do it properly. I was never, yeah. I was always very flowy with my arms. And so therefore my muscles weren't, you know, being contracted and weren't yeah. getting bigger. Right. So I, sure. Uh, I think that's personally why. So now I, I just, I don't know. I want to be strong.
1: I think there's that's something goal, to I feel bet. to
0: being physically strong, and then also that turning into being more mentally strong.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think those yeah. go in tandem. Yes, that's, yeah, a good so that's one bad. of mine. Oh Do you have any gosh. any kind of like physical fitness goals? Physical or fitness goals. Well, I think I just I had a really bad knee injury this year, and I normally. Oh am no, sorry. Oh, it would like I'm finally okay. Like I'm finally getting to that point where I'm happy about it again. Yeah. Um, but it, I was sidelined for months. And so oh. I think my goal is really just to be able to like go for a run without a knee brace down oh, the road. Oh, which that's sounds great goal. Cool. But yeah. You should get so. one of those Fitbits. Oh, might be, yeah. Like, motiva- be well, I guess that's Come more on.
0: for walking, though. I don't know if they have Fair. any specifically for running, but. Yeah, um, I'm sure. But yeah. Might be a little. Motivating. Yeah. Well, that's right? that's a
1: great goal. Yeah, because like I I was running so much, and then the knee injury was like it was so like what happened was like almost kind of gross. Like by mm. the time we figured out what happened, because oh. um, my tendon calcified in my knee. Um, well Didn't know that was a thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So. So then I was just, like, really upset about it. And, like, you can't really do anything. Um, oh, so I can, like, go for runs now, but it's, like, half an hour. And I used to do, like, half marathons, marathons. So I'd like to just, like... I do them, know. too, actually. That's oh, cool. That's, yeah. We should I do should. one together. Right? Yeah. yeah. There you I mean, go. That's a goal. A goal.
0: <laughs> we can both Hell work yeah. it. Yeah. I usually do the Sporting Life 10K.
1: Oh, that's a good one. And I yeah.
0: did... um Actually, I think I was in the process of of raising money for it when we were doing the Rose of Trilly. I did a half marathon in Prague. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was working with the Arthritis Society. And at the time, they had this program that if you raised know a, a certain amount I can't remember how much it was they then they give you like a personal trainer for the year you oh. train and then you get taken to a destination to run a marathon that's
1: amazing yeah
0: and I don't think they offer it anymore but yeah. it, it and also it, it was very hard it was I, I raised ten thousand dollars like wow. it was a long process I threw a lot of club events <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I don't have a lot of people that like going to the club so that it was such a struggle finding
1: people to come out yeah. <laughs> so it was
0: hard but but I mean, so worth it going to Prague and then and being
1: able to run in Prague too. It oh, would be dude, so It was magical. Yeah.
0: There was, I, I think the Prague one, I think is one of the most, um, one of the most popular ones in Europe because there were thousands of people. And I just remember mm. I had I will never forget this moment when it was starting and just looking around, we're in the middle of the city at thousands of people all collectively running together with the same goal of yeah. doing this marathon. It was really it's quite so beautiful. Yeah. It was quite special. And, it's uh, probably one of my favorite memories also because I did it on my own, you know, and I, wow, and this yeah. is the first time traveling uh, technically on my own without knowing anybody and meeting all new friends when I'm there. And that's huge. That's a pretty huge first, uh, yeah. like, full solo trip. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't done a half marathon since because I was in so much pain. After. Oh my gosh. Afterwards. Yeah. Oh, oh. I could not walk. And, and we still had two days left of the trip and it was brutal. Like I just didn't want to leave the hotel room because it was <laughs> so in, so much in like in a pain. wheelchair. <laughs> yeah and also yep. Prague all most of it is a cobblestone it's so hilly too yeah. yeah so it's very hard to walk around <laughs> yeah. oh it was Fair. brutal I t- yeah I, I remember everybody else that I was with though they trained properly and they you know they were fine they were getting up walking around shopping the next day mm-hmm. and uh thankfully I uh, was okay with being on my own because it was yeah it was Fair. it was hard but I'm so down for doing it maybe yeah, the, yeah maybe true. half an hour here and there at 10k yeah. I think what I did the last time I, I I did it I did it within an hour so that's not like you're a yeah, half great. an hour there yeah, yeah yeah and um I think what I did is um I tried to, to take only I, I this last time I did three rest breaks of thirty seconds okay nice. yeah so yeah, I feel I feel like it's it's, it's manageable doable. are you yeah. do you run for the full half an hour at this point or yeah
1: I can I cool. think it's just like. For me, because I was, like, I grew up competitively running for so long, and, like, I was did a competitive rower, and, like, I was, and, like, basketball. So, I was, like, fully immersed in that Where did world. they
0: offer competitive rowing?
1: Uh, did you go to a private school? No. Okay. <laughs> I went to a Catholic school, so I feel like that so also I. might be, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that they, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. They offer that. Peterborough also has a canal, so I think it's just, like, really big where I grew up, because, um, mm. like, we literally live on a river. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, like, well-suited to it, but... Huh. Yeah. So I think in terms of like whenever I injure myself, I just get so much more harsh with myself because yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I used to be able to do this like super fast and oh, I used man, to be yeah. at this like, you know. But that is hard. So it's I, hard to I, break I totally mentality. understand that man. I just yeah. recently
0: got back into dancing and oh, yeah. it is so hard taking these classes and being so slow at picking up the steps yeah. when I used to be so quick. Yeah. And it, a lot of it is a mental thing. It really and is. I mean, yeah, it's muscle memory, right? So um, yeah it's just it's it's super frustrating so yeah. I, I totally understand right? it's hard because you're yeah. like well I used to be great and I can be great
1: again exactly <laughs> but you need to like have that patience and yeah, it's really to hard to be gentle yeah. with yourself. you
0: just had an injury so you yes. have to take it easy yes. and the sporting life 10k if you want to do that one that's not until next year so you have a whole year to train Perfect.
1: yeah okay. <laughs> that's a good goal I'm good with that
0: one. right like there's <laughs> also um one that I've always wanted to do in Hawaii I know it's like <sighs> that's like a big it's far away but um, I think it's a 10K and a half in Hawaii, and oh it's in gosh. December. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. I just went to That's Hawaii, funny. though, at the beginning of the year, so I don't know <laughs> if I'd want to go back so soon. Space it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I want to space it out probably a <laughs> tiny bit. Actually, the, the person that I went with, in uh, we went in March – and he's going back in November. He just loved wow. it so much. He's like, I gotta go
1: back. That's cool when something yeah. clicks for someone that much. There, you know? yeah, yeah.
0: Well, he's he he's a vegan as well, and he um, does CrossFit.
1: Oh wow! And when
0: he, we were there, he just he found a Crossfitting community within Honolulu. Oh no way! Yeah, Wouldn't and so he went. That. I know, and so he went mainly pretty much the whole time, like almost every day that we were there, which is very committed. I'm I'm proud of him yeah. being able to do that because I don't know if I could on vacation. Especially in Hawaii. Well, that's like, it. Yeah, So, but I think it's because he also felt that he got that connection. He feels very drawn to go back. Yeah. I love it, but I feel like I'd want to try it on another island next time. Honolulu is very – have you been? No, I haven't. Okay. No. It's very commercialized.
1: Okay. okay I felt yeah. like I was that in L.A.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Wow. It, it okay. was. It, it honestly, I said. I said this to um, a lot of people, like a lot of people that I've talked to about Hawaii. I've said that it feels like everything that you love about L. A. All in one, which is really lovely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You've got the beach, and and then you have all of the shopping district, and you have the hills, and it's all like in this one strip in oh. Waikiki, and it's it's beautiful and amazing, but it's a little. But it's a lot.
1: It's a, lo- it's a lot. It's yeah. A lot.
0: Fair. Because yeah. honestly, also you think. About when you go on a Caribbean vacation or you go on a regular, you know, trip to the beach, you think I'm going to be relaxing on mm-hmm. the beach, but it's just so overpopulated that there's just so yeah. many tourists that it's, you can't ever really relax like you can if you were going to Mexico and like lying in a resort interesting you know? yeah. yeah that's what, that was my experience okay. at least and probably a lot of people have other experiences yeah. but, but
1: yeah. that's really interesting I never would have thought about Hawaii like you always I think of like Lost that TV show that <laughs> I've show. never watched oh it but I know of it yeah I love it so much <laughs> Every, I did. see everybody that's seen Lost <laughs> are like hardcore fans yeah did you like Ian Somerhalder on it Um, a little bit. I was more of like a Josh Holloway fan when I was growing up. I don't know who he is. I'll look him up Yeah, you should Google him. Okay, I kind of want to right now. Yeah, he's beautiful. (laughs) Just saying. Josh Holloway. Yeah, he he was like the bad boy on the show, so I feel like that's why I was, you know. Okay. Josh Holloway. I haven't seen him in anything since then. He...
0: Oh, he's not my type. Oh, fair. I don't <laughs> like long hair. Oh, really? Usually, is this yeah. how he looked in the show? He uh, yes. just so for everyone listening, yes. he has oh long hair. I'm not, you know, oh. I don't like that bro look. That fair. like dude, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> fair. the like beachy bro. Yeah,
0: yeah no, fair. I like like the clean cut, fair. which is funny because my boyfriend isn't like that at all. <laughs> so He's like, oh. yeah, no, he's definitely not going to listen. <laughs> so that's all good make fun of him as much <laughs> as i want <laughs> never never i don't think he's listened to one yet oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay Fair. though this is uh, we're 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 still in the beginning stages this yeah. is only um, Growing, episode growing 16
1: grade. yeah that's exciting how many episodes have you done of your podcast so far um I've released seven cool. but I think I have about 10 more recorded now which is like wild Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. oh that's really good yeah so did crazy. you did you do that a lot of the recordings
0: before you even released it yeah oh, so I did cool.
1: 10 before I released because I was like super nervous about just with like the time with school and like hmm. with my daughter and stuff I just wanted to have that prep and now it's like should anything happen and I can't record for a little bit, then I have backups. Right. Or not backups, but, like, I have those. That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so that's been super helpful for me.
0: Do you release one a week or do you do more than one?
1: Um, One a week, but, like, right now I'm at a point where – I'm getting so many requests from people, which is like, it, yeah, it's been amazing, but I'm like, and I want to talk to all of them, but it's like, I'm already almost full for the year. So I'm like, I just, do I start doing two a week or what? Dude, that's you know? awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And are you, so are you, do you have a marketing plan? Are you marketing it out? Cause to be honest, I'm just know. sort of going with the flow. With I the am form. too. <laughs>
1: I am too. I think it's just like, I'm waiting. Cause I like, that whole realm is really intimidating to me. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, honestly, yeah. I've, I've talked about this with a couple of people in the, before, and I think a lot of entertainers, they are just terrified of the business side. So much. And it's, it's weird because I got a business degree, and I'm very interested oh, in it. Oh, but there okay. is that sort of, you know, you, you have to put yourself out there. And yeah. if there is that nervousness yeah. with doing that, because I think also a lot of entertainers are very um, – I wouldn't say not necessarily self-aware, but they're they're self-conscious, I would say. You mm-hmm. know, in like if you're putting on, if you're performing, mm-hmm. you want people to like you, right? Absolutely. It stems yeah. from that. And so I can see how that, it may bruise your ego if you don't get the response that you're hoping for, right? Yeah, so it exactly. makes sense.
1: Yeah, and like when you're emotionally in like, Connected to what you're doing, it's very much you want people to love it, right? Yeah, for sure. So, I feel like I'm still in that baby phase of like you know, just putting it out there for fun, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, I I love
0: it. See, that's a great attitude to have. Yeah, I love it. Hey guys, I want to interrupt this regularly scheduled program and let you know that I'm going to be doing my very first giveaway in this episode. So, very, very excited about this. I'm going to be giving away an Amazon gift card to one lucky listener. So, in order to be eligible, this is what you need to do. You need to first follow me at Melissa Malotti on Instagram and then Leave a like and a comment on my most recent photo. So in the comment section, I want you to tag two friends that you think might be interested in this podcast and let me know what you're grateful for. And that's it. So follow me, like the most recent photo, and comment on that photo with tagging two friends that you think might be interested in my podcast and let me know what you're grateful for. Awesome. So it's as easy as that. And one lucky person will know in about, I'm going to say I'm going to do the draw in about, two weeks possibly let's say september 14th i will let you all know who's the winner of this giveaway all right so i just stopped the podcast for a second to take a breather and then we just started talking about something that i had to (laughs) restart right away uh we were talking about how we both grew up catholic yeah and irish catholic irish catholic yeah and very strict and uh did you actually, this is not even what I was going to say, but <laughs> did you ever struggle
1: with feelings of guilt? Oh growing my gosh. Up? Yeah. 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 It's really hard to like the Irish Catholic guilt. Mm-hmm. You always, I feel like everyone jokes about it, but it's so like to this day, to I, I think you still kind of have to catch yourself sometimes like not as much yeah. as when I was younger, but Oh man.
0: Oh no. I'm, I'm very like, I yeah. have such a guilty
1: conscience and it, yeah. and
0: it, it, it has stopped me from doing a lot of things in my past or weirdly enough as an adult i've noticed that sometimes uh, other people will do things, and mm-hmm. it's almost like I feel guilty for them, and then I'm the one that looks like I did it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you ever yeah. feel that way? Yeah.
0: yeah. And I just, or I just overthink and be like, oh, they they think I'm the liar, even though I didn't do anything, but I look guilty, and then I yeah. then
1: I'm worried about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> the exact same, and it's like really? I think it's a very specific to like within our community. Yeah. I'm sure other people face it too, but I think it's yeah. like a very particularly for like Irish immigrants, mm-hmm. um, especially in Canada, I feel like they all came over and were so like tightly bound. So then yeah. like I'm third gen, I think third generation. Yeah, I'm second. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's still pretty like deeply rooted in our families. At oh this yeah. Point, right. And yeah. Ooh, my oh, mom my mom has a, I love her big guilty <laughs> conscience. I mean yeah. the, all of us do, yeah. uh, you know, I, yeah, yeah. it is
0: very apparent. Yes. Yeah. So it's interesting. I like to ask any, whenever I find out anyone being Catholic, I always like to ask them cause I, I I, I don't know much about Christianity or other beliefs, but I mm-hmm. just know that from what I've observed is that a lot of people have a very guilty conscience that follow yeah. the, you know, the Catholic religion. So yeah. um, you had a story though. I want to oh hear gosh, it. So. About
1: Catholicism. <laughs> it's so, I was like so embarrassed about this for like so long in my life, but I was mm. in, it wasn't like a strict cult, but when I was Brilliant. in, yeah. So I think, it was in taking a sip of my Starbucks. Oh my this is a good, uh, good story. <laughs> coming up Yeah. <laughs> um, so between grade eight and grade nine, I had like so many questions about Catholicism and I was starting to really doubt it and, mm. and felt really guilty about it. So I started going to this church group because I wanted to learn more. Hmm. Um, but I didn't have a lot of friends at that time. And like, you know, same being a girl. Yeah, yep. you just like deal with all the drama and the gossip. So it was That group really took me in, Mm -hmm. and they were the first people that, like, I thought were really listening to me, so I just naturally was, like, in that perfect vulnerable position. Dude, that sounds like everybody's story before they
0: join join a cult.
1: Right? I know, I know, and it's, like, it wasn't... That's crazy. It was such a bizarre, um, I don't know, it was a bizarre group of people to me. Like, it was an elevated Catholicism that I haven't seen outside of that group, and it was, like... um, Yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, a very unpleasant, like, there were rules about women's sexuality and women's bodies. Like, I got in trouble for wearing. It was, like, a see-through shirt, but I had an undershirt underneath it. Okay. And they were, like, oh, well, you're showing your shoulder. So, it was, like, very, yeah. So, like, all these things started to come out, and then they were talking about... Yeah, and it was particularly around women's bodies. They were very controlling about what you could wear and not wear and stuff like that. So Really interesting. When I started tapping out. But yeah. it was really interesting just to, like, see that side of Catholicism because it, hmm. they take it very literally. Um, like, there was, I think, one night, at there was, like, a, a thing called all-night adoration, okay. which... Um, I don't know. I'm not not gonna like gracefully describe it in any way, but <laughs> <laughs> basically, there's like this golden chalice where the host is sitting all night on a table, and everyone has to take turns watching it because it turns into Jesus. I'm doing air quotes right now. What? But, yeah, it was so intense, and I was like, "What is this?" Like it I didn't turns know. on, like on. I'm very confused. Like that it is like sounds intense. <laughs> it was like you can't touch it with your hands because it's like physically manifesting itself as Jesus or something like that. I could be getting it all wrong. Like this could just be a bad memory of it, but it was intense. I swear that is not Catholicism. <laughs> no, yeah, I know me neither. So that was when I was like, oh this is too like now I yeah, That's good. it weird and strange. Yes. Yeah. So that oh. was
0: so we everybody just like sat on the floor and and looked at it? Yeah <laughs> and like sang. And, like
1: their, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So, did your were your parents a part of this? No, they were so upset. But they were like they I talked to them about it like years later and I was like, why didn't you say anything if you didn't want me in that group? And they were like, Well, we wanted you to like experience it and learn for yourself. Like that wasn't a healthy friendship group.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Wait, so hold on. So they so how did
1: you discover them? Was it through
0: the, the your church? It was
1: through my church. They were just like, I think, um That's yeah. well, you know
0: what? That's interesting that they reacted that way. And yeah. they let you make that decision kind of like what we were just talking yeah. about in terms of being a vegetarian, I you know. It. yeah, yeah I, that's that's very respectful I yeah. like that they did that me too
1: yeah so you can make up your own mind of I how made you it feel up very clearly <laughs> <laughs> whoa yeah. that's intense yeah so like ever since that like that night was kind of for me I was like okay I'm done with religion like if this is what it mm-hmm. is I don't want to be part of it right but I mean yeah. that makes sense yeah Huh. So, yeah. you know, I've often thought about cause I went to a Catholic elementary
0: school and I really didn't resonate with the beliefs. And so mm-hmm. I ended up going to a public art school oh, cool.
1: for high school, which suits you. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> it, it
0: does. Yes. And it, you know, maybe my memory is just blurry, but I, I think because like when you go into a room with. 50 other dramatic people mm. the drama is just too much oh I never thought about it that way oh yeah and sure. and um, you often also don't get seen because there's so many creative and talented people and say sure. for example you are a little bit shy like I was I wouldn't audition for anything mm-hmm. and you know like yeah because I was too I felt too overwhelmed by all the different talent oh, I mean yeah. that's my own path and whatnot but I, I yeah I just I wouldn't I don't usually recommend going to that. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, there's pros and cons because you you learn very early on. There's lots of competition. You got to work for what you want, right? Mm. But I think also it was was sort of the cause, I think, of my depression um, originally because I just didn't ever feel good enough. I yeah. just never, I, I felt like it was too much. So it just depends on the person. Obviously it was, fair. I was, I was quite weak minded. I would say more as a child, I think it just, I was going, cause I was vulnerable, not like yeah. always, but I just think I, at that time I had lost two grandparents. Like there mm-hmm. was many different circumstances that obviously played, um, played into that. But, um, yeah. So I, d- I don't know if I would s- 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 recommend it to everybody. Just, it would depend on the kid and, yeah. um, and Same whatnot, but the, I had done, I had gone there because I couldn't resonate with any of the beliefs of the school. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it a lot over the years and wondering <laughs> how the, be- like that, the beliefs play into how society is today because yeah. you, everyone is so, st- you know, everyone is really strong f- for all the different communities and being accept accepting towards everybody, and um, there's you know so much open conversation now, and I f- feel like the way that my school was then just does not work in today's society.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah like yeah. just
0: the way that you, like the those beliefs in in today's society, I just don't see it happening anymore. Like no, like absolutely. I think I'm I'm not sure I might be incorrect, but I I don't think that they accept gay marriage or trans, you know, or any of yeah. that. And, and I think, you know, uh, most of our generation is very open and accepting and loving. That's Absolutely. what's really cool about our generation. And I think that, yeah, we just, I, I wonder how Catholic schools are today. Yeah. like I'm intrigued
1: as to that. Me too. And I think yeah. I remember in high school, like, cause I was also at a Catholic high school and I remember that ours was a great school. Like it was very, um, Artistically inclined and creatively inclined, so there were a lot of like really good spaces for like LGBTQ youth. Um, oh, that's lovely. Which was well, rare, good to hear. Yeah. but there was still very much like even in um, I remember in biology class, like my teacher did not believe in like the flatter thing at all. Mm-hmm. But it was like she had to teach evolution the way that you know a Catholic school would. So she had to be like, mm. okay, so this is a theory. Rather than, like, uh. what she wanted to say. We're all just like, oh, <laughs> <"Well>, okay. Like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But aren't they but, supposed
0: to be Catholic to teach there? So that's yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah. But I think it's, like, for most people, yeah. even at that, it, at that point, like, Catholicism was starting to, like, it just Shade doesn't really fit with. Yeah, it just Cultural it, values it, anymore. It yeah. doesn't
0: really. I mean, at least with our society. Yeah. I can't speak for Europe. I know. Yeah. When, uh, well, actually, when my grandmother passed away, we went to a funeral in England. Mm. And she, she lives in like a pretty small town called Hebden Bridge. And the community is really tight. And when I went to the church there, completely different vibe than really? the churches here. Oh, it cool. was actually yeah. beautiful. And like, mm. and you could feel the love off the walls. Like, there's Whoa. something about Canadian churches that are actually kind of scary and they like, are. they're so to sterile me, to me. Yeah. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I don't know what it is, I, and and maybe also I just don't like stained glass, which is just it's probably me. Just you know, I just don't like that. But so and that's but not necessarily. Really like if okay, you've so you have ever stared at them, yeah, you think it's creepy too, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, good. It's like a bunch of judgmental men in robes just staring down at you. That's, I don't know. Yeah, that's
0: what I mean. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I didn't want to say that, but
0: yeah, that's that is what it, Am it I just, is.
1: I'm like, <laughs> gonna get exercise now. Like I feel like I just said the worst thing. No, 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 no. Whatever. But, I, I, yeah.
0: Honestly, there's probably so many people out there that. Yeah feel that way and don't really they haven't really articulated it in the way that they wanted to before because yeah the stained glass always throws me off there's something about it that doesn't feel good no and I always I always feel nervous about it which is weird because it's just a piece of glass that's colorful and there's a picture on it but there's but there's a history to it yeah yeah the messaging the history there's you know someone's energy is attached to it the person that created it right what they had in mind when they created it yeah so yeah. I like that. Yeah. I forget what what was I talking I about. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens yeah. for me. But yeah, anyways, I just, um, oh yes, England. Oh yeah. Okay. The church there. I don't, I, I'm not sure if they had even stained glass there, like okay. in the ch- on yeah. the church or in the church or everywhere around the church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was, a, it was a completely different vibe. So I'm intrigued as to, to know if it's still, I, I think mm-hmm. it might be a little bit different over there as opposed to here. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool to check
1: out. Yeah, Maybe. Um,
0: I, I mean yeah. that was also when I was sixteen. Fair when so, I went. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know nowadays, but certainly it just felt a lot nicer. I, and I could mm-hmm. actually see myself going to church there my whole life if it was that church because it was just really nice as nice. opposed to you know big but, and scary.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: but anyways, I actually wanted to touch on the law of attraction because yeah. we you guys obviously don't know because <laughs> before we started the podcast, we went and got a Starbucks and, um, we were just discussing that we both are strong believers in the law of attraction. And you guys know, I always talk about
1: this on the podcast. So I am just intrigued if you have a good attraction story for us. Um, well, honestly, I think the podcast itself, like my podcast when I mm. launched it, um, cause like before that I was doing my PhD and I was like pretty okay with it. Mm. And I was, You know, I do enjoy what I'm working on, but it very much felt like I was going towards just getting a degree for the sake of like coming out with it. Right. Right. Um, And then like things started to get more difficult and I went through a really dark phase with like why I wanted to still be in the Ph.D. I was struggling Mm. with some like just, you know, technical stuff around it um well I mean so, that makes sense in today's society yeah. there's so much messaging around not needing
0: school anymore yeah exactly so.
1: and I've been in school my whole life like haven't taken a break so I was just like really starting to really? get burnt out yeah would not recommend even when you are pregnant yeah no way I took a week off to have my daughter like Stop literally it. yeah which is wow. not you know what that
0: is very inspiring I don't know if I would I would I think that's it. quite beautiful actually because I thought about <laughs> how I would be If I ever have children and I thought, you know, I would want to start working right away because that's just how I am.
1: But that's it. So So. that's the thing. It's like I I feel like some women are really uncomfortable when I say that, particularly Mm -hmm. some mothers because they've taken time off. And it's not like it's not an offense. Like I'm not. Doing it. You're not, to, not be rude to them. Yeah. That's just how you are. But but yeah. it's very much like when you have your child, you know what you're capable of. And for me, I was like, mm. within a week, I was like, okay, like I'm ready to go. Like I love my daughter. Right. But I needed to be fulfilled by stuff. For sure. Um, but that, yeah. but you
0: know, staying strong mentally will in turn also help your your daughter. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because Hopefully. she needs you to be strong yes. and you to feel good in order for her to also feel good because exactly. your energy will be around her, and whatnot, influencing her and yeah. teaching her. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's your great romance. (laughs) yeah that's really cool did you find now I'm just intrigued were you (laughs) um, were you physically uh, like okay to just get back up and do that yeah yeah I think well I had her when I
1: was 23 so I feel like that was that's right um the the reason like I was mm. feeling the I think like two days after I had her we went to the Eaton Center <laughs> we're just like walking around because I felt fine and yeah wow. um but I oh know gosh. like particularly when you're an older woman having a child you could be in pain for a very long time
0: okay yes yeah, so that's what I was going to say yeah. I've heard some horror stories about I saw some horror
1: stories <laughs> <to be> honest. <laughs> Yeah Do yeah. wait you did you so, see them before you got pregnant or no, during? like when I was in the hospital, like after I gave given birth, I was like walking around and doing fine and there are women who just look like they had like died and come like barely come back <laughs> alive. Like it looked rough. <laughs> so oh no. I'm gonna be yeah. that woman and know it. <laughs> Sad. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Were you physically, um, w- sorry, were you physically, were you physically, yeah, physically active when you were um, pregnant? Yeah, for the most part. Like, I mean, I worked yeah. at a restaurant at that point. Oh, so okay. I think just I was on my feet all the time and mm. I was really, and like we walked everywhere at that point, my partner and I. Um, yeah. So it was just That's like, awesome. felt pretty good. It wasn't like yeah. a super strenuous exercise, you know. Yeah. Genre. Well,
0: I have uh, mini hypothesis around that because I've just looked into a lot of women that are Physically, like quite active, mm-hmm. whether they dance or they run yeah. d- during pregnancy, they tend to recover a lot faster. Absolutely. I've noticed absolutely just uh, from like research. So yeah, I'm, I was intrigued because yeah. I know you said that you run. I'm sorry, I interrupted your
1: labor oh attraction gosh. story. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Just to ask you more attended. birthing questions. <laughs> What's
0: wrong with me? Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Proceed. Um,
1: yeah, so I was I was in this really like bleak place with it, and I was um I had to sit through this. I was a TA, and I had to sit through this course. Um, that I had like already been to many, many times. And it was like a Monday night, each Monday night. um, And I was so bored, like couldn't have my phone, couldn't have my laptop because I was the TA. Like people were... That sucks. Yeah. And I was like (laughs) literally just sitting there, like not really, you know. Could you bring a book at least? No, because I was like, I had to listen to the lecture, but I already... (laughs) <laughs> knew what the lecture was anyways so I was just like really bitter at that point and mm-hmm. I was like super bored with the like I mean no offense to that person but it was just like stuff that I had known for so long and I was right. like if you'd sat in something that you've heard many times before
0: of course you're gonna be bored if you can't have your phone or anything yeah, so that's, that's understandable exactly. I think yeah. even if that person somehow in the future like like listens Listen so that to they this would knowledge. know they they'd yeah. agree yeah. anybody anybody could understand that
1: yeah like yeah. they were great but it yeah. just it was tiring so yeah. so anyways so then I was just like I, I felt really bad about feeling that bored. Mm. So I was like, okay, I got to do something to like change that. Um, what can I do to make this exciting for me again? And right. then I started thinking about interviewing people and creating a podcast. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I just kept growing and growing. Like the second that you switch your mentality to mm-hmm. make it more positive, like then I had people being connected with me that mm. I never knew existed. Like, I don't know. I just like continued to become a more positive discussion about food. And that was something that I had wanted. So, Oh, I love it. Yeah. And now it's like, I, I got an email from someone, um, a couple weeks ago who I had like emailed and I was super nervous, but I was like, I'm going to put the good energy out there and like, maybe she'll want to be on my show. And yeah. I emailed her and she was like, yes. Oh my gosh, absolutely. So <gasps> awesome. yeah. So it's just been like, Once you get that energy going, then it just starts kind of snowballing into this big, beautiful thing. You know what? Um, The constant thing
0: that everybody that I've interviewed or entrepreneurs that I, that I, you know, I've read their books. The constant thing everyone says is to just do it. Yeah. To just start doing it. Whatever that is. Whatever you feel drawn to do or create in the moment, just do it. Yeah. Because that, mm, you never know, might be intuitive like an intuitive solution where exactly. if you do that, then you're led to something else, which ends up being your answer. Or yeah, if you yeah. do that, that leads you to something else to something else, to something else. And then you get that the, exactly. the result. Like there's, the there's yeah. some
1: sort of, you kind of have to have like a bit of faith in whatever you're doing. Yeah. But I heard another person say that, um, it's like the ideas that bubble up, like when you're in the shower or when you're driving mm-hmm. and you kind of, you know how you squish them down. Cause you're like, Oh, like that's not my job. Yes. you know, yeah. I don't need to do this. But yeah. if you actually listen to those ideas and then you really go with them, then you can create something really strong and fantastic mm. from it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny that you should say that <laughs> because Ooh. I have been drawn to do Instagram live so much in the last while. Ooh. And I just always don't do it because I always just get nervous. It's daunting. It is. Well, yeah. it's like, you know, my Instagram's not just fans. It's my friends and fam. Yeah. And, you know, it's the, actually the friends and fam that are the least supportive. Funny enough, that's funny how that happens. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah. it's because they o- they see you on a regular basis, mm-hmm. so it makes sense that they're like not as present in the f- in, in the fantasy world because they're present Fair. in your physical world. they yeah. know what's going on. They know, you know, your true s- truest self, right? Yeah, because obviously there is an an aspect of you know creating a perception on Instagram. Big time. Yeah, yeah. and so um, yeah, I've just I I just have this like weird feeling of not wanting to bug people and that's just the Mm -hmm. same idea of always wanting people to like me and it's just it's the same like you just Melissa, you just got to let it go, you yeah. know? And so, and That's because hard. I know what you mean about the bubbling. Cause it's just, it keeps coming up, like just go on Instagram live, going in yeah, like, just do it. I just you to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I did it the other day and I was proud of myself, but I think it needs to be a consistent thing. I need to be doing it at least once or twice a week. I yeah, think like set an intention so, to do it. A yeah, yeah. And I think, I think the only thing that I've been struggling with is, is doing it without having really a purpose for it. So I think I need Ooh, to okay. maybe like when I go on live, I, just have a really positive talk about goals or mm-hmm. like I do something like maybe I do something like goal writing when yeah. I, you know, yeah. just something that, um, will add value to people's lives. Cause I think that's mainly what I'm nervous about is not adding value and, uh, and just talking and being and silly. Being yeah. yeah. And I, I think that as much as that that's great once in a while, I think, you know, there's mu- so much more I could do and people would actually benefit from <laughs> my microphone. is like <laughs> sliding all over the place. But anyways, uh, thanks for the reminder. I really yeah. just going to push myself to do mm-hmm. it. I'm going to push you now that I know I'm going to be like,
1: Oh. I've been seeing you on live this week, Melissa. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: that's good though. Sometimes yeah. it's good to have that person to yeah. to yeah. Um, push you to do those things. Okay,
1: fine. Was, you need to tell me something now so I can <laughs> push <laughs> you too. <laughs> what are you Ooh. resisting? What am I resisting? Um, hmm. I think honestly, um, just being more. Like I think particularly on Instagram, I'm very or in the past I've been like very closed about my life and like haven't mm-hmm. really shared feelings or emotions. Cause I, again, it's like, do people care? Like do yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Should I put all that out there? So that's been, and I did it once like a couple weeks ago and it was a really great response. Like oh, it's never bad, awesome. but I always just, I'm like, well, maybe they just don't want to hear about that kind of stuff, you know? But yeah, I if know. you know
0: what? I, and it's also about, you don't want to, I, sometimes it, it just takes up a lot of energy, I think. Instagram, Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a lot
1: of yeah. oh my gosh.
0: thought, especially yeah. if you're using it as a business tool. I think that so takes... Much. I think a lot of people are leaning more towards that now yeah. as opposed to just, you know, a creative outlet. And yeah. so even then, I feel like there's so much pressure to be like the most creative now because there's yeah. just so many so people many. that are so, so creative on there.
1: We right? did. Um, so for one of my jobs, I was doing an Instagram takeover for this field school that I work on, oh, cool. um, which was super cool. And it was for the University of New Brunswick's like main account. Okay. And it sounds like you see an Instagram takeover and it's literally like, you know. 10 yeah. stories or whatever and you're like oh it's easy yeah it took like a full week of me getting permission from so many people to do like 15 second interviews and like oh, making it man. this like beautiful very I don't want to say curated but like a very like concise mm. story mm. for those like 10 stories wow you know? so it's like it, you don't realize how much creative energy it takes from you to do that that's
0: actually very true and I've n- I've noticed so Johnny here he's quite popular on Instagram I think he has he has over a hundred thousand followers and literally for each post it like there's a whole photo shoot you know there's it takes time to really curate like a good (laughs) one (laughs) you know and I think a lot of people just don't realize the effort and the energy No. and honestly I'm as much as a lot of people think I'm outgoing and I'm like a socialite like I just love you know going out and doing things and i, I do but there's a good 50 percent of me that also just doesn't like talking half the time and yeah. like likes to do my own thing and i'm very quiet i love to read like i play the yeah. sims a lot oh my god amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so uh, you great. know and so i yeah i do have a hard time with that 50 percent trying to make myself communicate like i'll get mm-hmm. messages and i'm just I just get way too overwhelmed sometimes. Me I'm too. like I just got to n- I, I got to yeah. not look at the app. Like Instagram yeah. recently in the last 2 weeks I have barely gone on cuz I just I get overwhelmed. Yeah. I l- I should show you I literally have like 50 messages from
1: different uh. cricket live players oh and my gosh. I just, it's, but it's, it takes so much. Like each response does. takes so much.
0: Also you, you want to make everyone feel special too. Yeah. Right. And you, you don't want yeah. them to think that you're just like fluffing off their message. You want to make sure that each and every one gets a little heart yeah. and sending them like love, you know? View. Yeah. Yeah. Like a piece of you. So that th- then they, they get some value out of it because they took their time to yeah. message you. Right. So yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. Do you it find is. too, like I find when I'm, cause I'm not, always super outgoing. Like I can be really social, but I find mm. I kind of, I don't want to say I put on a face, but I kind of have to like turn my brain to be like, okay, I need to be social now. Totally. And then I go home oh, yeah. and I'm like completely dead. I call this my performance self. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually, I started <laughs> recently calling
0: her Freya. That's
1: my alter oh, ego. Like yes. I'm <laughs> <On a> Stevie. <laughs> Is it actually? Yeah,
0: it actually. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah love it. I could see that. Really? Wait, where, why Stevie? Where's that Um, from?
1: I think, okay, so my dad wanted to call me Stevie after Stevie Nicks, but my mom didn't want that name. Um, And Sarah's like Stevie Nicks's alter ego. So I was like, I'm just going to take her as my alter ego. Oh my, so I love <laughs> it. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, Freya is, um, I like one, Freya, of, Freya. one of the Norse goddesses. Yeah.
0: She's very powerful. And, well, yeah. And she's like, a, she's very like in control of like her sexuality and nice. she's just uh, her law, of, the law of attraction. She's just a very powerful individual. And I, and I just started calling my, this part of me that I love and it. sometimes I use it <laughs> at Starbucks when people nice. ask my name, <laughs> <laughs> Billy and Freya. Yeah. Billy's the most, common one just because that's another story for you guys (laughs) listening but um yeah and so I just yeah I have to put on a whole other Mm -hmm. face sometimes because
1: I don't know sometimes you're just not feeling it you just don't want
0: to be social and
1: yeah and it's a good tool to like when you need to be like especially on a bad day when you need to Mm -hmm. be that person to be like okay I'm just gonna like jump into Stevie's mind right now seriously yeah actually um so mark and marielle they are the two tech people that run the show behind the scenes
0: cool. when i'm doing it and cricket live and they have seen so many times well not so many because <laughs> <laughs> i'm not an emotional wreck but uh, <laughs> three times out of the year that i've been here i've uh, i've gone through in, in a couple you know a couple bad days mm-hmm. one where my cat was in surgery and i thought oh she was gonna gosh. die like there's yeah, there was like a lot of emotion for those three days in particular and literally like seconds before the show started i'm bawling and bawling and they they they've had to witness those times of me like just getting a cloth wiping my face and then immediately starting the show that's amazing there's nothing that you can do because you have you have to go live and these people yeah. are expecting you and so I just had to suck it up and each time they're like I don't know how you do that no <laughs> that's so impressive like, but it's a character oh right because like I you yeah. I, I, I'm pl- I'm playing You're something pictures. so yeah it's not me being myself for the 20 minutes for every show it's me being the outgoing Freya yeah <laughs> <laughs> the powerful Freya <laughs>
1: But so. I admire that. Like I really think that that takes a lot out of a person. It's hard. Yeah.
0: I, you know what? I think maybe because I've just been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah. And um, I was very emotional during my dance years with competitions, mm, and those are you know, you, you as a kid, and you you're you're seeing all the other amazing dancers, and you're being you comparing yourself, and then yeah. you just feel emotional before you go on stage, and you're really nervous. And I would just, yeah, I would have a lot of <laughs> breakdowns and <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> and so, and I've just had to learn from an early age <laughs> that you gotta suck it up
1: and just very like true. go. The show must go on. Like I totally understand that phrase. It does. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> I don't think I appreciated that as when I was a kid but now I'm like oh yeah yeah
0: yeah there's yeah. some yeah honestly you know what? Just to be honest this morning I woke up and I have n- I was not feeling good and I I seriously thought about canceling today me
1: too did you really yeah I've yeah. had I was in a really bad headspace this morning me too it's interesting that you're too that's yeah. It, yeah well
0: actually I don't know if you know but all the planets are in retrograde right now no
1: and I don't okay. know if you know
0: much about that like mercury retrograde Um uh, it just sort of it it, it forces you to deal with a lot of things in life. Okay. I, actually, I could read to you. My aunt <laughs> sent me a <laughs> very specific little blurb on what happens to okay. you when we're in Mercury retrograde. Interesting. I, I've been sending it to all my buds. Cause,
1: Cause I've definitely heard that, but I feel like I'm not, uh, like super savvy within that realm. So okay. I'm always like curious about it, but it's, you know what? It's always so dead on. Very interesting. Ooh, okay. So she said as of, um, August 8th,
0: All the planets are now in retrograde, which apparently is a time for introspection and solidifying our intentions on the inside. Lunar eclipse on the 11th begins the shift of new awareness from our inside to our external.
1: Oh, yeah. And I've,
0: I've, you know, it's just so funny because Mm -hmm. she's just she's just so wonderful. (laughs) This aunt, she's a Reiki master and she lives in Vancouver. She's very spiritual, very like. In tune and uh, gives me the best advice always. <laughs> and she just happens to always message me when I need a message. Like, it's it just, it's really, it's really beautiful. And I have been struggling in the last two weeks, really getting myself moving.
1: Oh, really? Every day, yeah. just
0: feeling kind of like weak, not feeling as, as motivated as I usually am. And yeah. um, when she sent me this, I went, oh, okay, interesting. Maybe it's not just me. Cause sometimes, yeah, no. you, either, you we don't know how, we don't know everything about the world. So I think sometimes (laughs) we're influenced in other ways that we don't necessarily understand and we're not aware of. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) To move away from the microphone. Um, So anyways, and then I I started telling more people about
1: this after she messaged me. And sure enough, so many of my friends have been feeling the same way. Yeah. That makes me feel better because it's like I hate when you wake up and you're like, I don't understand. I was, yesterday I was like, on such a high, like I was doing so well and I was super excited about all these things. And I woke up and I was just so bombed out and I was like, I don't know what happened. Like, yeah.
0: And it's like, especially because like I said, I changed my diet for health reasons. Yeah. And especially when I'm in control of my diet and I know when, when I eat certain things, I'll feel good the next day. And when you eat certain things and then you wake up and you're just, miserable yeah like, what like,
1: happened yeah i did everything right yeah <laughs> i
0: did everything right yeah. what is this? yeah so, <laughs> so well that's that's really nice to hear that it wasn't just me but no, oh my gosh no yeah man it's just yeah it's, just li- it's life there's many different factors absolutely yeah, as to what could be going on in our life but you know what this is gonna lead me to I want us to pick a card from the wisdom of the hidden realms I'm so excited yeah. <laughs> so um for those of you that are new to listening to my podcast every episode I am now getting my my guest to pick a card from this card deck it's called wisdom of the hidden realms by Colette Baron reed And it's from a series of oracle cards. So do you know... You don't know anything about this, I don't know anything about this. Uh, I'm so intrigued. Okay. I'm so excited to explain this. All right. So there are tarot cards and there are oracle cards. Okay. Now, um, I am usually drawn to oracle cards. And I'll tell you why. Because... Tarot sometimes doesn't always resonate with lots of people, and whether it be because of old belief systems from whatever religion they may have grown up being a part of, mm-hmm. or just society in general has kind of made tarot to be a little bit negative, like perceived as negative. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I found that I had. belief around them. And so I thought, you know what, I'm not really willing to work with that and overcome that belief at the moment. So I'll just Mm. work with Oracle cards. So for the last couple of years, I've been working with Oracle cards and basically they were created by this woman called Doreen Virtue. That's a great name. It is. (laughs) You can tell she's (laughs) spiritual by her name. And funny enough, she's actually just not a part of this community anymore. And she doesn't support the cards, which is really interesting. She converted to Christianity and like is very hardcore into it right now. Does she have an autobiography? Like that sounds like a great story. You know what? She (laughs) did before she converted to Christianity. So it'd be interesting now. But I think her publisher dropped her because she, yeah, because she decided to take her name off of all the cards, all the books. So she, yeah, she like hardcore did not want to be a part of this community at all anymore not only that but she had a huge farm in hawaii with tons of rescue animals she's oh, very I'm much sorry. a vegan and she would she wanted to rescue all these animals and then she just decided to just sell all the animals and then sell the mm. farm what? yeah i know What oh so intriguing like i yeah. do not know what happened something tells something. me something psychological happened that you know or maybe something happened within her family who mm. knows but it just seems so drastic, and yeah. everybody in the community and the spiritual community, whatnot, are is very taken aback by it because it's just yeah. really random.
1: It's a huge turnaround, especially yeah. because she
0: was so huge and like she she's literally the mother of oracle cards. So wow. anyway, so they're just like a fluffier version of tarot. It comes okay. as she she took the original. Idea of tarot and made it into a more fluffy version, and essentially the idea is that you're working with angels and you're working oh, with yeah okay. as messages. Now, Colette Baron Reed is someone different. Uh, she's a psychic. She's actually from Toronto, oh, and nice. I've seen her live, and Ooh. she is really cool. She's Sweet. not. She has the greatest personality. First off, just <laughs> tons of life, really funny, Beautiful. but she's also just really intuitive, and she blew my mind and like most of the, the people mm. in the audience's mind people were crying like just dead on about things that's and I right. specifically asked someone that she pulled out the audience because I was just intrigued I'm like hey how spot on was that yeah. <laughs> and apparently it was dead on so really? oh, yeah wow.
1: that's so cool
0: yeah that's so, so cool. cool so anyways I really like her and so I bought these cards and yeah they're they're a little bit different than Doreen's because they're not specifically with angels but it, there's just something about Oracle that's positive and loving okay yeah nice. and like you'll you can look at the pictures and they're beautiful see, yeah they're the artwork's just gorgeous I really should be sponsored for this right yeah <laughs> <laughs> in <laughs> every podcast yeah. I'm really upping up uh, oracle cards <laughs> I just think they're fun they're a fun tool that really if even if you're not spiritual it's an interesting experiment in terms of energy and the law of attraction yeah. because you can be playing with it and thinking about something and your energy will essentially always guide you to what you need to know or what, you know, what's apparent. It's interesting. Yeah. So I'm so curious. Yeah. I'm also nervous. But yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you have a specific question or do you want to just have, do you want a message for general knowledge?
1: Um, I think I'm going to go for general knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: one just flew out. So that's always a sign. Oh wait, hold on this way. Okay. Okay. That's always a sign when one flies out of the deck that it's something that you need to know. Okay. But not oh necessarily. My gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's like a very important message when okay. it, when it flies out. Usually it's like, okay, that's something you really need Whoa. to know. Okay. Let me ask, what does Sarah need to know?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, there oh we go. Gosh. See, <laughs> two flew out. Okay, Whoa. So, and I'm going to pull okay. out this one too. All right. Okay. So the first one that flew out, actually let's do this one first. Okay. I'm going to do it. She looks very order. cheerful. So this one is the High Lord of Gratitude and Service, and it uh, represents selflessness. Mm. So I will read you the little. <laughs> there's a little <laughs> book that talks so about cool. it. All right. So the High Lord of Gratitude and Service has arrived to help you find your true purpose today. Feeling gratitude for each moment you experience and loving what is and what has been will remind you that every breath you take holds a deep and profound awareness. Through small actions and selfless service to another, you're automatically placed upon your highest path. Whether you're immediately aware of it or not, uh, whether you're immediately aware of it or not, (laughs) the presence of this ally lets you know that you're on the correct path to fulfilling your desires. Oh, Oh, I love
1: this. (laughs) You're also
0: (laughs) notified that your actions of service and attitude of gratitude will yield riches beyond your wildest dreams, as long as those riches aren't the goal you have in mind. Giving service with no thought of return is what's required of you today. This would also be a good time to write a list reminding yourself of all the things in your life and the world around you that you have to be grateful for. If your question refers to a relationship, let gratitude be your guide. Be thankful for all you learn from this person. Truly, there are no friends and no enemies, just teachers along life's journey. Be grateful for the laughter and even for the tears. The attitude of gratitude is a magnet for true love in all forms.
1: Oh my gosh! I actually really did need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> did
0: you? Yeah. Oh, so that's awesome. oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's always Whoa. spot on, man. It, yeah. I get shivers every single time. It's yeah. always exactly what we need to know. Wow. And I really love this. This is, uh, it's a message that I needed to know too. Yay. Often, like even when you're pulling for people, if I, I find if something resonates with you, then it's usually a message for you too. I think yeah, there like can, can be, you can. know. You're placed in the the room with that so person at the for, same time. for a reason, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So this one actually came
1: upside down. So
0: the spirit whisperer, Okay. This one will represent higher knowing.
1: So this is okay. actually number three. Does it being upside down have anything to do with? No, okay. it just
0: challenges you with a question or like a task. I think. Okay. So the spirit whisperer warns that you're about to go astray and you need her (laughs) guidance. (laughs) Red flags are waving and you must pay attention lest you find yourself cleaning up messes you didn't even know you've made. She challenges you to start again and trust your intuition. In time, you will be back on track. On this occasion, you can't possibly go wrong since you're that much more aware of the possible challenges you need to step away from. If this is about a relationship, you may be repeating something in your past that you don't need to relearn. Stay away, as this may end up as a costly distraction. That said, lessons learned over and over make for great wisdom later.
1: Whoa, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so the, des- the Desert Prince
0: was the first one that fell out. Yeah, and this one it. represents survival. I love the, the little the lion thing. beside him. Yeah, it's very primitive. It's primal. Primal, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> when you stumble upon the Desert Prince, you receive a gift. The plant life that exists in the desert environment is well defended, tough, and succulent, even though it gets little or no water. In spite of external conditions, extraordinary life can form and thrive. Be tough. Have courage and dare to dream no matter what the circumstances. It may seem to be a hard time, but not only will you survive, you will thrive. In spite of conditions, you'll succeed. Dry spells are also true tasks of faith and courage. Expect nothing less than what is, your, what is in your most precious dreams and watch miracles manifest. ooh i okay. like it too. i feel like maybe they were all that they were talking about you know we, how we were talking about today woke up and not feeling so great yeah. and like just to keep being tough and push through it yeah. yeah absolutely yeah oh, and I there like might that. be something else that it might resonate with you over oh
1: yeah. yeah all yeah. sorts <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> you no need
0: to have to share i feel like okay. sometimes what like pulling cards is also quite a private thing for people i think um you know,
1: we don't necessarily want to tell everybody about <laughs> our full lives, so. <laughs> no, but it's, like, it's interesting because it's not even, like, it, there's, like, the personal level, but then there's also, like, the professional level. Like, mm-hmm. it's hitting on all of it at the same time, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love yeah. them. They're just fun. You can yeah, take a so uh, closer oh, look if you want. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I oh just, oh, thanks for being a part of this. Thank you for it's having me on. Such it's a so wonderful, fun. positive talk. Yeah. Um, I was just telling Sarah beforehand that I've refocused my goal for the podcast, guys. And I really just want every episode to be talking about goals and to have really fun, positive talk. And we were discussing that growing up, you know, we both had a hard time resonating mm-hmm. with with girls and people because, you know, often girls would talk about I don't know just boys and like gossip all the time and yeah. even though that's you know not there's nothing wrong with that I just didn't really resonate it and with it <laughs> resonate it and <can't> speak <laughs> I didn't really resonate with it I just I I love to talk about my dreams and my goals yeah. and you know and the future and just really truly loving positive things and so that's what I want this podcast to really be geared around just you know having great loving conversations so Thank you for so being a part of this. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, my loves. Well, um, that's this is pretty much the end. So thank you so much for yeah. listening. And don't forget the motto. I don't know if you know the motto, oh, but yeah. the grass is always greenest oh, yes. where you are right now. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? Every time I say it at the end of the podcast, uh, I always feel so much better. Just it's also just a little reminder mm-hmm. for me and the person that I'm with, because I think everybody just needs to continue to remind themselves that, you know, with Instagram and all these different messages around the world, advertising, advertising, (laughs) telling us that we need all these different things in our life will be better if, and when we're in a different place whatnot. But I, I think that that's not necessarily correct messaging. I think our life is great right now and Mm -hmm. there's never a you can't go back in the past. There's never a future. It's just right now. Exactly. So I think it's really important that we all just, you know, learn to accept and be present and just be happy where we are and and know that if you're struggling, like that's just part of the journey, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. Love you guys so, so much and uh, have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Namaste. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash just love by Melissa.